0: Rink wide left, Martinez to the right. They score! Carlson! Back
1: and forth with Martinez. Live from the Finley Chevrolet Fox Sports Las Vegas Studios and live at LVSportsNetwork.com. Petrangelo scores! Two markers for Potangelo. This is the Vegas Golden Knights Insider Show, your destination for inside access with the team, exclusive player interviews, and breaking news from around the National Hockey League. Here are your hosts, Darren Millard and Ryan Wallace.
2: Ooh, welcome in, Vegas Golden Knights Insider Show, Fox Sports, Las Vegas. Ryan Wallace, Darren Millard, Chris Chapman inside the Finley Chevrolet, Fox Sports, Las Vegas studios. Chevrolet on the 215, home of the... Woo! Today...
0: The best team that will miss the playoffs. So we will give you our selections. Then the top five at five continues the countdown. The top stories in the National Hockey League and the VGK this year. So two columns there. And then we will get into one-timers. And yes, I'm excited about the hour number two because I am going to announce a little trip for the VGK Insider Show. At least one wow. of us will be going on this trip. I'm hoping all three of us. I really do hope all three of You're us. Ridiculous. But I, I, I guarantee I will be going to this destination because we have plans for the uh, 2022 <laughs> NHL draft. And it's going to be at a very traditional city. And I think that it would be nice to share that uh, with you guys. Well, Chapman's not allowed in the country. So well, that means Wallace and I get to go.
3: Oh man! I mean,
2: oh man! You might as well bring me. You might as well bring. Well, you don't me, have because I've never been. Yeah, there's plenty of time between now and then. You don't have a and passport, like and Wallace...
0: Wallace doesn't have a passport, and Chapman isn't allowed in the country.
3: We could work on that.
2: Okay. You you think you 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 act like it's not something I can acquire? Like I can get one tomorrow if I wanted to. I know it's a process. And it you've had your time, whole but... life to get a passport. I've never had a reason to travel.
3: You may want to get on that because yeah. if you read the news, it's they're, they're quite a bit behind on processing passports, so it might take a bit of time.
2: Oh, is it going to take me more than a year, Chapman? It might. I wonder if you will okay. have
0: a passport before I get a green card.
2: Hmm, now it's a challenge. Now I want yeah. to get a passport. For, for no other reason than I want to beat you at something. Wait, what? does that mean I you... didn't get to joust you yesterday? You I know. Uh, I all got to explain to
0: everybody why uh, why we didn't joust. But uh, okay, let's uh, yeah. let's throw that down. I can't believe you've never had a passport just just for a document. It, it comes in handy on so many different uh, forms and and things that you have to process through. It's easy. Mm.
2: Hmm.
0: Uh, yeah. Maybe when you turn thirteen, you'll get your passport. <laughs> Oh, of course. Was that supposed to be funny? That was uh, supposed to be funny.
2: Hmm. Oh, okay. Uh,
0: so yesterday we had the VGK Fan Fest, which was awesome. Saw uh, a bunch mm-hmm. of our friends. Uh, Stephanie stopped by. You, uh, you were gone. But uh, Stephanie stopped by, uh, saw Cleo, met uh, Cleo. For the first time. Uh, uh, Cleo wasn't as, as happy to see me as, as I thought, uh, despite all the mm. comments uh, during the post-game shows o- over the uh, last couple <laughs> of years. Uh, we saw Papa Lou uh, yesterday and got to hang yep. out with a few other of our friends. The the, the players were in awesome moods,
2: mm-hmm.
0: amazing. But I got to tell this, this story. We okay. park, VIP parking is right mm. behind the stage. And you, yeah. you come in, and, and it's like it's in one city block. And the cars are lined up in three rows. So along both curbs and then one lane down the middle. And all, all facing this, the same direction. Uh, I got there early, so I was like middle of the row. Uh, I just parked randomly against a curb. But I parked a couple of rows up uh, from uh, Jeff, our, our beautiful yeah. uh, operator. And yeah. we're the only two vehicles when we get there. But, of course, mm-hmm. all the players and all the dignitaries, management, everybody everybody shows up. I, I stayed till the end of FanFest. I come out. And remember, mm-hmm. our show ended an hour before FanFest ended. Yep. So while uh, I would stick around for all of FanFest, uh, Jeff, uh, our operator, would leave because he was done. So he packed up all his gear, put it in the van, and realized... There was they, all these cars boxed him in. He yep. could, they, he couldn't get out. So I came out at seven. I'd last mm-hmm. talked to you guys an hour ago, and yep. I see the Fox Sports Las Vegas fan sitting there. I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. and then I look and I'm like, I can't get out. That's why he's still here. Now, I'm thinking I've got to wait thirty seconds until Chandler Stevenson yeah. or Robin Letter or whoever is uh, is in front yeah. of me uh, comes out because they're all going to be coming out right away. But I'm thinking in my mind, Jeff, there's no way he stuck around for for FanFest because yeah. he's probably got another gig, and he's still here, and, and I walk over, <laughs> and I go, "Hey," he's like, "I've gone through every emotion possible, frustration." <laughs> <laughs> Disappointment, anger, resignation, and now I'm just here. <laughs> yeah. like, he just stuck. And we'd been making fun of you, Ryan Wallace, because you mm-hmm. didn't take advantage yep. of the VIP parking. You went I over did. and uh, and parked in the parkade, which I, I and did. You were And you were angry. You you were just angry because you paid for parking and and we got More it free. Or less. Yeah, but yeah. it ended up being that between you and Jeff. You made the right decision. If time is money, if your well, t- if your if your time if your time personal time mm-hmm. is money, yep. uh, then then you got a good deal. <laughs> and and Jeff Jeff was just stuck there. <laughs> well, and, and I'll he'd tell look, you, he looked at all the all the uh, uh, possibilities, like going up on the sidewalk mm-hmm. and around the trees yeah. and and squeezing through here and doing a thirty two point turn. He was there for an sure. hour, so he had lots of time. He looked at every possibility. To see if he could get
3: through.
2: <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah.
3: At that point, the, the, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to stick around in the van. I'll just wait till the thing is over, and I'll go hang out outside. I mean, I, I hope he didn't hang out in the van for 60 minutes.
2: I, so, okay. I actually knew about this um, ahead of time. Because as I was kind of mingling around FanFest, uh, probably about 6.20, 6.25, somewhere in there, uh, I get a phone call from... Jeff, and he 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 opens the call with hey does darren drive a blue sports car yes and and i was like uh no he doesn't um he's not cool enough for a sports car (laughs) i think he's got you know one of those cars that you would imagine a a middle-aged man to have and so we start talking about he's and, and i'm like you're boxed in aren't you Like, I didn't even, he didn't tell me. I'm just like, you're boxed in. He's like, yeah, there's literally cars all around me. I cannot get out. I'm like, well, I guess I'm not the foolish one anymore. I guess paying the premium for parking is the way to go when you want to get, you know, somewhere after an event ends. So I come out of this one smelling like a rose, and you guys were stuck and boxed in uh, because you went with the premium service.
0: Hold on! I'm not cool enough to drive a sports car. No, no
2: you're, you're not. my
0: captain. I think I could drive a sport. It's not practical. I have hockey equipment, <laughs> and I have volleyball equipment, which consists Listen. of knee pads and and uh, and a volleyball.
2: Can uh, I can I ask you? I, can I ask you clubs, a question? I have golf clubs. When, when have you ever been practical?
0: Well, with with the hockey equipment, you got to be practical because it's a pain in the ass to get in and out of the vehicle. That's the okay. only reason why, why it's practical.
2: Why don't you have two cars? Why don't you have your sports car for being cool around town, Darren Millard, and then why don't, you've got, why don't oh, you have your practical vehicle?
0: That, that's easy uh, because I'm cheap. I think that's fair. That's, <laughs> I, 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 I'm practical. I'm cool enough to, to, to drive a sports car, but I am way too cheap to actually have a second car. That, I will admit.
2: Okay, put that's that fine. in a
0: bit, Chapman. It,
2: I just—I <laughs> I, I feel that's the it, next it was... <laughs> promo on
3: the VGK Insider Show.
2: <laughs> it just—it was the greatest thing in the world when I get that call from Jeff. I'm like, oh man, what happened? Like, what, what, what is going on at one of our other events that I need to know about? And then it's just like, all right, buddy, does Darren drive a blue sports car? I'm like, no, he doesn't. He's like, oh, okay. Well, I'm not getting out of that's here because right, he soon. said to
0: me, uh, "I was hoping it was you in the blue car behind me." <laughs> And uh it was not. so th- then we we're standing there talking and we erupt because the the fob uh, uh has set off the the lights on the car beside me. <laughs> so somebody's unlocked the <laughs> doors and we're like, "Yeah, yeah we got it." And yeah. uh and, and out they come. And uh, nice. off we went. So that was uh, that was I'm really taking it I have a just so you know, just so you're aware,
2: mm-hmm. I
0: I own a Porsche.
3: Do you? Yep. A model that's sitting on the shelf in his. Uh... No,
0: no, <laughs> it's our summer car on PEI.
3: Oh, oh. okay. Well, I guess that means you're not you're not cheap if you have a summer home in PEI and you have a Porsche sitting it's, in the driveway.
0: It's a Boxster. No, it's not in the driveway. It's in, in storage. I've, I haven't driven. I haven't seen it in two years. What year do you think it is? Like, just, mm. let's just let's just take. <laughs> a random guess
3: does it run
0: that's the question yes no 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 yes is is it older than i am
2: i'm telling you to guess the year okay i'm gonna say of my cool car i'm gonna say it's older than me i'm gonna go mid 70s
3: no i think it's probably a little more more new
0: boxers were the first year of the boxer was 1998 yeah so it's it's probably like a
3: 2003
2: I'm not a car person.
0: So what? Uh, so you're saying
2: 2003? Yes, Chapman. What are okay, you saying I'll, there? I'll, I'll go 2008.
0: 1998. <laughs> the first year. <laughs> the first year. <laughs> I, and I can tell you the roof, the the roof that you used to press the button that made that. It was, it's convertible. Um, my little brother. Busted that, uh, when he was your out twin for. brother, right? No, my little oh, brother, okay. my younger brother. Uh, otherwise, I would have said my twin brother. Uh, the 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 roof got <laughs> busted during during one of his visits. Uh, so salty. So salty, and and uh, every now and then, like the engine light's been on the entire. It looks like an airplane cockpit. <laughs> the dashboard, like every light is on. Oh no! It only like I only need it for three four weeks of the summer. Yeah, yeah. and and I have a buddy who makes sure it's somewhat operational. Uh, Randy Randy Compton, great guy. You ever go need a, a glass new uh, window for your car? Go to Nova Auto Glass in uh,
3: in Summerside, PEI. Yeah, but I'm not allowed in the country, so that, that you're yeah. gonna have to yes, ship your but car. You are though. He, he <laughs> what, do, what? He's not allowed in going. the country.
2: He is allowed. No, in the he's not.
3: I'll, I'll make a couple phone calls. We'll, we'll we'll get this arranged. We'll get it taken care of. Who
0: do you think they're going to believe? Me or you?
3: Well, they're definitely not believing you.
0: They <laughs> will when I send a picture of you.
3: Yeah, you did you did. take off your hat. Let me take a picture of you. Take I, it off.
0: I had to convince Chapman to let me take a picture of him the other day. Because yeah. I look up and his hat's off and he's <laughs> and I've got uh, this profile picture of him. And I I really can't Properly describe what he looks like. My
3: neighbor described me as looking like Tom Hanks from Castaway.
0: Castaway. Yeah, yeah. She's,
3: close. she's like, yeah, you're really growing out your hair, huh? Because I don't mm-hmm. wear my hair when I, I wear my hat when I walk the dog. And she saw me last night. And she's like, Hey, you, you look like Tom Cruise, or Tom Hanks, in Castaway. I'm like, Yeah, I wish. <laughs> I wish I look like Tom Cruise. Yeah, no, you, Tom you Hanks. You wish you
2: looked like Tom you, Hanks. Yeah, yeah. I take that too. Yeah. Chat, I mean, you should have stopped her and been like, I'll, you can stop at Tom Hanks. Like, I'm good with that. Let's just, <laughs> yeah. let's just keep it to the compliment
3: please. Can, can I be like Tom Hanks in Bosom Buddies or, or, or Big or Bachelor Party when he was a young stud? Do you think he was
0: better when he was younger or better now?
3: I, I love Tom Hanks in general. Like, I don't think I've ever seen him in anything that's bad. I mean, even like the movies that are, quote, bad, like Joe versus the Volcano are phenomenal. Like Tom Hanks to me is a guy who he. It doesn't matter what role he's in. He but he's, he, he's did amazing. Do you
0: like him more when he was younger, I, or do you like him more now?
3: I I love my favorite Tom Hanks movie is Big. So I would say I liked him when he was younger. Mm-hmm. Like Big to me was was the quintessential '80s movie because that's like the time when I was growing up and I was about the Isn't age the of F. those.
0: Schwartz one where they death. yeah 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 he yeah. goes
3: to he, the Zoltar machine he wants yeah. to be tall to impress the girl. I mean yeah. totally relatable for for young guys <laughs> growing up and. The mid '80s for you now. Even for me now. Oh, what I would give to be taller.
0: <sighs> yeah. How good. tall are you? 5'8". Oh, so you're you're right there in the Jonathan Marshall range. Daniel Duva. Uh,
3: yeah, uh, range. yeah. There must be something in the water in New Jersey because mm-hmm. me and Duva are about the same height.
0: How tall is uh, born in the USA guy, Springsteen?
3: I don't know. <laughs> I, I've I've never really. I don't think he's that tall.
0: John Bon Jovi's not very tall.
3: No, I, I don't think he is either. Um. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. There, there's. You know what's it's funny though? New Jersey, New Jersey has produced quite a few elite basketball players. So I think that the rule is you're either really tall and good at basketball, or you're short and well. In my case, not good at much.
2: Hmm. <laughs> uh Mid, mid to late '90s. Tom Hanks is the best version of Tom Hanks. So what? That's what just, range is that? It's Forrest Gump to Castaway. Come on, Yeah,
3: yeah. Forrest Gump was really good. Like, every time I flip through the TV, it doesn't even matter if it's one of those ch- channels that has commercials. I'll sit and watch it where it's like four hours instead of the normal length because of all the commercials. But, uh, by the way, something about Jeff. I don't know if you guys knew this, and it may come as a surprise to you. I found out last week that Jeff, our engineer, went to Major League Baseball umpiring school. He wanted to become an umpire in baseball. Yeah. So
0: does he umpire still?
3: I don't think he does, but he was apparently a pretty good baseball player growing up.
0: But a crappy umpire.
3: I I don't know. I don't know. I don't know why he (laughs) stopped going or why he didn't pursue it. He didn't say, but uh, I I was like, wow, that's that's pretty cool.
0: How did this information come to you?
3: Well, Jeff uh, is the engineer. For a Saturday morning show with Tyler Bischoff and Gooch. Oh, the new show. The uh, throw the flag, which they do every Saturday morning at uh, from nine to eleven at the uh, Treasure Island or TI mm-hmm. in the yep. Golden Circle Sportsbook. Has that
0: not like that, that it's been on for two weeks? Right?
3: No, it's been on. I think it's about four or five weeks. It's been on. Oh, it is. Okay. Yeah. Um, so, so Jeff is is their on site engineer, and he was talking to Tyler and Gooch, and they were talking about baseball umpires, and it came up that Jeff had gone to umpiring school. Because Tyler
0: would not let that well, slip they, through his fingers. They
3: were angry because the one thing that drives Tyler and Gooch nuts is the fact that Major League Baseball umpires cannot get balls and strikes correct. So mm-hmm. they both were advocating for robots to call balls and strikes. They have it. Well, they don't use it. The K-Zone. Yeah, but that's not it, that, that's not the end all say all. It's, it's ultimately but, the decision of the umpire who is, well, sometimes right, sometimes wrong.
2: Well, why don't you just use it? like why don't you just use it when there's something that's so egregious just go to the robot
3: because baseball people in general are crotchety and they're traditionalists and ah uh, you can't you can't eliminate the umpire and the human error like there's people who would rather umpires get it wrong yeah. because it's tradition it's weird it's it's a dumb thing i
0: think you're a little bit off the mark on that i don't think so You can be a traditionalist (laughs) and not be crotchety. Like you don't have to go immediately to old man Millard sitting there with his socks up to his knees. No one, no one mentioned. No I'm I'm just you. Okay, old man. Old man Thompson or old man (laughs) uh, McGillicuddy. Like you can be. There's a traditionalist is not just an angry. But it's the the base. The
3: baseball traditionalists tend to be angry and crotchety and and just not fans of anything. Like. They hate the wild card, and they they, they hate the idea of, of the, the the K zone. Now you're making and,
0: things up. No, I'm not. You're lumping like... in wild card and K zone.
2: Hold on. What's the what's the hockey equivalent? Is it is it like I don't like three on three
3: overtime? Probably, yeah. I think comparable? I think that's fair. Okay. Yeah. By the okay. way, three and three overtime is phenomenal.
0: No, no. The the according to Chapman, the <laughs> hockey equivalent is is they 1967 don't... expansion.
3: <laughs> yeah, going from 16, yeah. to...
0: <laughs> doubling the league to 12 teams <laughs> just ruined the sport. <laughs> yeah. That the, the, according to Chapman, yeah. that's when hockey. Jumped the yeah, I, I What think, were they ever thinking yeah, the, in 1967? The, the, <laughs> the
3: version of that is Vegas and Anaheim and L.A. should not have teams, and they should be in cold cities. And, the
0: Islanders. Yeah,
3: yeah, exactly. They should have a team in Quebec City and a team in Windsor and, and a team in Mississauga. Yeah. That guy. There you go. Hamilton.
0: He, he's, he's running on a Canadian city. Yeah. <laughs> Is Marco. He did pretty well. Halifax. Yeah, put a team in Halifax. There we go. They've been longing for a, a CFL team in Halifax for a long time. That would be cool. It would be cool. And I, I don't know whether they have one coming right now or whether it's been on hold. Uh, but that, that East Coast vibe would be outstanding. That East Coast lifestyle is cool.
3: Now, who are the Red Blacks? Is that Ottawa? That's Ottawa. Why did they change their name? Because they
0: were the Rough Riders.
3: And there's a Rough
0: Riders. In... And there's a Saskatchewan Rough Riders. Yeah. Okay. So forever, there was the Ottawa Rough Riders and the Saskatchewan Rough Riders. Now, Ottawa was huh. spelled differently, it was two words, and Saskatchewan's just one word Rough Riders. Yeah. Rough Rider. mm. And then when the Ottawa Rough Riders folded and then came back, uh, they thought, well, now's our chance. Like to go back to having two teams with the same name. Would be kind of silly, yeah. Even yeah. for even for <laughs> even for a traditionalist who would like to have the same names of the same teams forever. Personally, even for I'm offended they didn't do that. Traditionalist, it would be silly.
3: So so there's a CFL crotchety traditionalist as well. <laughs>
0: the CFL crotchety traditionalist is the grand poobah of all the crotchety traditionalists. Damn,
3: damn you, That's Las amazing. Vegas posse, yeah. <laughs> that guy. You Baltimore stallions yeah. <laughs> coming and taking our Coupe de la Grey. Yeah, they, they won the Grey Cup. <laughs> and the Las Vegas team won a, folded mid-season. <laughs> when, did they?
0: Yeah, oh. I think so. Won it in 1995. Uh, who were who the other Shreveport Pirates?
3: Why? Why? The
0: Sacramento Gold Miners.
3: Oh, that's kind of cool.
0: I think they were the Sacramento Gold Miners. Something, they were the miners.
3: Yeah, that, that's that. cool. I like that, Gold Miners. That's cool.
0: I think it was Sacramento, Shreveport, Baltimore, Las Vegas. I may be missing one. Gary Lawless will
3: text the me. The Vegas team was terrible too.
0: Well, no, no. The, the Vegas team was bad because the uh, the guy sang the anthem like "Oh Christmas Tree." Oh no! <laughs> find that anthem. Oh. Com- com- compare that guy singing "Oh Canada" yeah. to me singing the Star Spangled Banner. <laughs> and while I could, while I couldn't carry a tune, at least I had somewhat of. An idea of how the song went so i don't know
2: man <laughs> i uh, i'm gonna look for this i'm gonna try to find it oh, but yes i'll tell you right now I, I don't think that anyone could screw up an anthem like you do i i screwed it up because
0: i can't sing and i and i lost a bat. otherwise i wouldn't do it this guy was a singer or is a still singer they just I saw an interview with him because it was the anniversary of the U.S. expansion for the Canadian Football League and the Las Vegas Posse, and they <laughs> they they talked about him, and yeah, it it was one of the worst attempts at the anthem because he just lost his focus or his rhythm, whatever mm. goes into singing an anthem. Carnell, yeah, give me a call right now and uh, give us a call and let us know what goes into that because he he just he fell back on on singing <laughs> it great. in in the in the cadence of oh christmas tree.
2: Dennis Casey Park. Oh, is that who it was? That's that's the name of the singer. He looked oh, like a, he looked like a cool guy. Like yeah, no, in, I,
0: in the in the mid 90s. This would been 94.
2: Okay, I I found it. I found it, I think. Oh, oh fantastic. Well, let's let's see if we can play it in the next block. Oh,
3: it's it's even in their Wikipedia. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. singing <laughs> under the pseudonym <laughs> Greg Bartholomew had only a vague That's knowledge great. of the Canadian anthem. And when he sang it, the song sounded similar to a Christmas tree. Two weeks That's later, they brought, brought him to a game in Hamilton where he sang it properly. Chapman, can <laughs> yeah. can you
2: can you load this into the system? If, like, he, if I send you the video, yes, can you load yes. it into the system? Yes. Okay. Fantastic. Here, here's, do a a the question. Break.
0: here's a question for you. If, if you're asked to do something. Like this, and or, or it could be another task, but you're going to be doing it. And this, like, you're a, you're a mechanic, you're a singer, you are a broadcaster, you're a medic, a plumber, whatever it is. But you're a bus driver. You're asked to do this, and you're asked to do it in front of a a lot of people. So you're a bus driver. You would know. You would sort of work on the route. You would practice it. You would make sure. What's, what's in front of you? Uh, this this guy was asked to sing the national anthem. And I think he just showed up, maybe studied the words for a little bit, <laughs>
3: and then tried it. Well, yeah, there was no Wikipedia or, or no. no YouTube back then for him to go and listen to the actual. But it's like, dude, haven't you ever watched a hockey game? Like, you've, you've never. You, I was probably 10 when I heard "Oh Canada for the first time. Yeah, but
0: you were East Coast. There was no,
3: no hockey here, right? That's true. That's a fir- but. But there was casinos and gambling, and you could bet on the NHL back then.
0: Let's take a break. Yes. Let and we'll come back with this anthem, and we'll also catch up with Brian McCormack, uh, the voice of the Henderson Silver Knights. The VGK top prospects are involved in the top prospect tournament in Arizona. Uh, San Jose Sharks, LA Kings uh, are involved in that, and uh, the Arizona Coyotes are the opposition tonight at 7:30 on Fox Sports Las Vegas. We'll get a little scene setter from Brian McCormack uh, on this Friday edition of the VGK Insider Show on Fox Sports Las Vegas.
1: We're back to the Vegas Golden Knights Insider Show on Fox Sports Las Vegas, 98.9 FM and 1340 AM. All right. We're going to get into
0: best team that won't make the playoffs. And then our top five at five. Number three hole as our countdown continues the top stories in the National Hockey League and with the VGK this year. So two columns there. Mm -hmm. But Let's complete the the thread here. Yep, on that anthem from 1994 with the Las Vegas Posse, the CFL team that played here uh, for a very short period of time, and Greg Bartholomew was the pseudonym. I don't, I don't know what his real name was. Dennis
3: K. C. Parks. Okay.
0: <laughs> this, <laughs> if, if if you think I'm just making a big deal of something. Uh, you've been to enough hockey games to have heard the uh, Canadian National Anthem, O oh, Canada. Uh, here it is, and it's not supposed to sound like
1: O oh, Christmas Tree. O oh, Canada, our home and native land, true pay- This
0: is actually the good part command, Now he starts to lose his cadence. Hearts, we
1: see the rise the true and strong and free He's reading from the words far and wide O oh Canada. <laughs> We stand on
0: God for thee Now we're full O Christmas tree From
1: far and wide, O oh Canada We stand on guard for thee
2: Where do I go from here? <laughs>
1: God keep our land glorious and free <laughs> Now, I'm not even familiar with the song. We stand on (laughs) God. Big finish. Well, at least it resolved.
0: And and right now, I'm telling you, right now, in the moment, Greg thinks he's killed it. Like, he's owned it. He doesn't realize that a nation of probably 25 million at that point. Has mm-hmm. just erupted with with uh,
2: just disrespect accusations. So what, what what becomes really confusing to me is those first three or four notes he hits. He was, like he he is it is gold. It's oh Canada, and then mm-hmm. all of a sudden it's oh no, this isn't oh Canada. It, ugh, wow. So I didn't you, know about this. Do you before think today.
3: the memory? Was still fresh in people's minds when this crotchety traditionalist did not want to put a team in Las Vegas. <laughs> they couldn't even sing "Oh Canada" right when they had the posse.
0: Oh, I guarantee you, there was people of my era that would have been in the media or watched this or remembered Greg Bartholomew do this. That would have been paying attention to Carnell and uh, everybody that. Uh, that performs the anthem over at T-Mobile. That would have definitely been a part of like, the viewing process.
2: I'm sorry. Hasn't Greg Bartholomew ever watched the Olympics before? Like it, they don't
0: they don't they don't, they, they don't sing it. They don't sing it. They only they only Come play on, the music you, at the, at the Olympics the at the Olympics, they only play the anthem. They don't sing the anthem.
2: Well, as a singer, I would hope that it, you could hear the tune of the music and then sing along to the tune of the music. He Ryan had
0: it. Ryan, he, had he was first reading four. the he was reading the words. How much prep so do you bad. think he did? I thought <laughs> I thought he was good to get through it without stumbling.
3: Mm-hmm. Well the video yeah. on YouTube is funny because he has like one of those little ledgers in front of him <laughs> and he he's totally what you would expect a nineteen ninety six lounge singer in Vegas to look like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I don't know if that's what his job was, but that's what he that's look the party looked like. And he was probably really good. I'm sure he could sing, yeah. Obviously, he could sing. No, no, he could, could sing. sing. Yeah. He, he, like, he's, he's a good singer. He just can't sing that. <laughs> he's he now, just had no idea. He's now doing Christmas parties, by the way, to sing a Christmas tree. Is he? I, I really? have no idea what happened. I,
2: oh, gosh. I thought you, I, you researched know what, it. You
3: know what's funny? He may still live here in town, and he's driving around listening to this, and he's on his way to the studio right now to strangle us. Because well, we, we've made no, fun of him. Man, no, for, he's
0: going to get gigs out of this.
3: That's true. That's yeah. a fair point. Greg or Dennis Casey Parks? <laughs> even know his name. <laughs> no, well, well, his pseudonym well, his was Greg Bartholomew. so Greg Bartholomew. I'm not sure if he grows by Greg yeah. Bartholomew still or if he's Dennis Casey Parks. So it's
0: Dennis Parks.
3: Dennis. Well, there's the Casey. Dennis. What, I wonder what that's. Is, is it hyphenated? No, no, it's just Casey, Dennis Casey Parks. Yeah,
0: so I think it's, it's his middle name. I yeah, it's what you see name. on a passport. If, yeah. If, yeah. if Wallace had a passport,
2: it would be... <laughs> I mean, I'm familiar with what passports look like there, and I get it.
3: So the best part about the posse and ending it is their, their penultimate home game was against the Blue Bombers. Mm-hmm. They had an attendance of 23 or 2,350 people. It was so bad they announced that they were going to fold up, but the CFL would not allow them. They had to move their final home game to Commonwealth Stadium in Edmonton, mm-hmm. so uh, nice ending. <laughs>
0: for, for Wouldn't it cost them more to move the the game than just to play it here? I I, I have no so idea. But two thousand people showed up.
3: They were selling tickets for nine dollars.
0: Well, in in nineteen ninety four money though,
3: nine dollars is nine dollars. Like, I mean, it's not like yeah. it's.
0: So that's that's nineteen ninety four. Today that's like thirty six dollars.
3: No, no. Not like we're talking like nineteen sixties McDonald's hamburger prices here. What were they? Like sixty cents. You're making that up. No. I've seen I've seen the, the the pictures on Twitter and on Facebook where You're making that up. I'm tell you know what? I will look it up. It was it was like literally like between a I quarter love, and sixty cents. I had in a the conversation
0: 60s. with somebody at work today, Dak, who we were talking about uh uh, is it Heineke, the the guy that played quarterback for the Washington Football Club last night? Yes. So he, I said, where where did he go to school? And Dak, without missing a beat, says, some small call, some small Midwest college. I'm like, you're making that up. You don't know. <laughs> Not in the Midwest. And he said, no, I, I I'm pretty sure it was some small. I said, you're just picking the most generic area and then saying small college because you don't know. No, I'm pretty sure. You know where he went to school? Old Dominion. In Virginia? Yeah. Yeah. Now, Old Dominion,
3: not tiny. No. And if you know anything about Virginia, Dominion is kind of something that yeah. is synonymous with the state. I don't know what that means. And you were
0: that, and that's what you're doing with the price of hamburgers? No, I just looked it up. And how much? In
3: 1970, a McDonald's hamburger. What did a, you say? You said 60s. Okay. A Big Mac was 45 cents. And you said sixty cents. Well, I said it was about sixty cents. Yeah. Again. So, but Ryan, nineteen seventy, it was 65 cents. How? I mean, I'm, I'm why in are, the ballpark. Why are you
2: just? Why are you just now coming to that conclusion? I, I'm just now. It, just, it keeps happening. And you keep, keep being it. surprised by I'm it. I'm in it's the weird. ballpark.
3: I mean, it's not like it's not like it was four dollars in nineteen sixty. I mean, fifteen cents. If you could get a Big Mac for forty-five cents today, yes.
0: Serious question: How many would you buy after work for dinner tonight?
3: I would probably only buy one. When I I eat McDonald's, I I like a Big Mac, and I but the Big Mac and fries that fills me up.
0: You wouldn't get another one just because it's forty five cents.
3: Uh, I might. I don't know how. I might only eat Damn half of it. Straight, you would. I might only eat half of it, but yeah, I probably would.
0: Yeah, Wallace. <laughs> what's that? How many Big Macs would you get? If you if you were like into into Big Macs or fast food.
2: Into uh, Big Macs, yeah.
0: How many how many would you get if you could get after work tonight, you're like family, we're having uh Mickey D's. Mm-hmm. Forty five cents. How many would you get?
2: Yeah, I, I'm I going mean, I'd three. Probably get two Yeah. I'd probably get two. Really? Like well, I'm I'll, getting I three mean,
0: for fun.
2: Well, that's fine. You can. Um I think two is probably the appropriate amount, uh, the appropriate amount, especially when you consider the the small patties of beef. You, you probably want to go at least two. Chapman, mm-hmm. you're interesting. It's interesting to me that only one fills you up.
3: Yeah, well, when I combine it with the fries, yeah, the the one Big Mac and fries is is generally enough. Yeah, for like, me.
2: but like French fries are like one of those things that that you get at a restaurant to ke- to keep you eating more because it's just like it, it's so salty and it's so yeah. Um, satisfying and it breaks everything up that you're just like, yeah, I'm still hungry after eating like two large fries.
3: Nah, do I, I don't know. I mean, I go to In-N-Out, I get one burger, one fry, I'm good. I mean, I don't know. Oh,
2: how, that's not the I way to do it. I
3: don't even need a double-double. I just get a regular cheeseburger. No, you don't. Come yeah, on. Really? Yeah,
2: legit. Yeah. If you if they were 45 cents, how many would you get?
3: In-N-Out, I'd probably get two. I, I probably wouldn't eat them yeah, both. Like, but...
2: I, I can't, I can't understand in and out and not going with at least a double double. No, like, I, I don't like. I, I, that doesn't compute in my brain.
3: Yeah, I, I don't know. I can't explain it. That's weird. Best team that won't
2: make
0: <laughs> the playoffs
1: this year.
2: <laughs> Honestly, oh,
1: okay. Canada.
2: There it is. He's on Is
0: He's it, on the tune. I know he was good at the start. I was actually kind of disappointed when Chapman put the whole song in because I'm like, the start's okay. But it actually, yeah. it, it was good that it gave you a sense of where he went from. Greg Bartholomew. Yeah. Dennis Casey. <laughs> Parks. Parks. Dennis Casey Parks. No hyphenation. Not his passport. Uh, best team that won't make the playoffs this year. So you're looking at divisions. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, yep. th- this this task leaves out the Pacific Division because after two and a half teams, uh, I don't think you can classify any of them as, as a team that you would put into the group of best teams to not make the playoffs. So mm-hmm. this really puts you down to almost like the
2: Atlantic and the Metro mm-hmm. because they're the yep. deepest. Yeah, I mean, okay, so... As, as I was going through this, I kind of wanted to be a little spicy, hot take, but uh, I couldn't really talk myself into the Toronto Maple Leafs missing the playoffs because that would, in in theory, mean that the Montreal Canadiens were better than Toronto uh, in the regular season. I, I just cannot bring myself to do that. So I, I stayed away from the Atlantic division, and I came up with – two teams that I'm parsing through. I'm trying to make a determination as to which one's going to be the bigger hot take. Uh, but I firmly believe right now as I sit here that the Pittsburgh Penguins are not going to make the playoffs. So I'm going to go with the Pittsburgh Penguins. I think that's going to be the best team in the NHL this year to miss the playoffs.
0: I think Pittsburgh should be
2: okay. Mm-hmm.
3: Should be okay. Chapman? Well, I'm going to stick in that in the metropolitan division, but I think it's the New York Rangers. I think they're really good. Whoa, 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 whoa! They <laughs> missed the playoffs last year. Yeah, but, but this is and, this is and the, they uh, fired their coach, and they have a very uh. good coach, in Gerard. Oh, yeah, yeah, but in Gerard they, to, But to say that they're really, really good—well, for the exercise, as far as teams that won't make the playoffs, they are really, really good. They they are the best of the teams that will not make. The playoffs, I, I, I think they had a pretty decent off season. I think Artemi Panarin is, is one of the best players in the NHL, and he's proven it year in, year out. I like their goalies. I just don't know if in that division they're quite there because I look at the teams ahead of them. They're not better than the Islanders. They're not better than the Hurricanes. They're not better than the Flyers. They're not better than the Capitals. And I don't know if they're better than the Penguins, hmm. so I think that's probably the toughest division in hockey because I feel like from one to five it's really really tight.
0: But I agree I, with you. The Metro metro's is the the loop where this hmm. exercise kind of yeah. Eventually and, falls and, and off. I
3: I I think at the end of the day they they probably miss it barely. I'm gonna go Philly. Ooh. I,
1: I'm
0: I'm gonna, I'm gonna go with Philadelphia despite their changes. Uh, I am not convinced that they've taken... And it's a hard one because they were really good a couple of years ago. And then last year took a big step back. Is that all goaltending? Is there uh, the Mike Terrien... Or sorry, uh, Alain Vigneault effect of uh, having a great impact uh, right off the bat and then then waning? Uh, I don't know. But when I compare them to the other teams... Look, I, don't, I don't see a team with Sidney Crosby missing the playoffs. Nope. Yep. Right away, is, it puts, uh, puts the Pittsburgh Penguins in. And then you have uh, Carolina and, and the Islanders in and, and that mix. I, I think that there'll be some teams that will make steps. And uh, Philadelphia is just one of those clubs that's always been plagued, seemingly, by coming up a little bit short or drama. Eric Lindros, uh, then, the, just historically, and I'll I'll take uh, I'll I'll pick the uh, Philadelphia Flyers as the the best team to not make the playoffs.
2: You know i i I don't I don't feel badly about the Flyers as as your choice. I, I again i I kind of look at Philadelphia, Pittsburgh, and Washington, and and I'm not very high on Washington going into this season. I think that there's opportunity for this team to get old overnight um, and and kind of just not have the same things that you expect out of that team. But then, then again, Alex Ovechkin on the power play, he's going to score his goals. Um, but I, I don't know. I, there's something about the Pittsburgh Penguins. I feel like I've adopted them this year as what I thought the Boston Bruins were last year. A team that, while you still have your Sidney Crosby, you still have your Evgeny Malkin, though. There's there's still question marks about his timeline and, and returning. Um, you you have those players that just seemingly don't miss the playoffs. Uh, but there's something about the Penguins going into this season that for me feels different.
0: I, I don't think Pittsburgh management in in Ron and Brian Burke they that will let the window close like this on Sid. I think that that they're in now and they'll make the adjustments as they go. I I think they'll be aggressive enough. If things start to go sideways, they'll be aggressive yeah. enough to go.
2: I mean they can always just make a trade for Phil Castle, worked before. Worked uh, work, hey, don't don't shrug that off. I I wasn't I, I think was, I wasn't being tongue in cheek there.
0: I think that might be an option at some point. Right now, salary no, and how much does does Arizona eat of salary uh, mm-hmm. to to get him out? It would, if it, like, you're rebuilding, and Phil's give a crap meter at the best of times, <laughs> and I love Phil, I do. I think he's amazingly entertaining and a great hockey player, and he makes yeah. me laugh and he and he and he entertains me on and off the ice, but. When it comes to being around my young players and have a a fill that's not engaged, I don't think is a great thing. <laughs> so uh, I would expect that uh, that you may see some kind of uh, he may push along the process just a little bit.
2: I I think that it's probably the wisest decision that. As soon as there becomes a little bit of friction, and who knows, it might already be there. Um, you, you make the determination, and you you find a way to to get something back in return for Phil Kessel. Eat the money because it's not like you're going to offer sheet anybody anyway. And let's go let's go from there.
0: Like Phil's body language is <laughs> worthy of a, a thirty and thirty on its own, just his body language. <laughs> wait like, wait well, until this year. And we watch yeah. his body language, and he's he's out of breath, and he's shaking his head, and he's putting his gloves down, and he's like, I don't got it, guys. I don't got it tonight. And it's five Phil, minutes into the first period.
2: Phil Phil is amazing because yes. I, I remember a game last year uh, <laughs> where he was doing quite literally nothing for probably, what, 45, 50 minutes of the game. How many points and did he, he end up hit? with? Yeah, he got hit, he got upset, he's he, he he's instrumental in setting up a goal, and then he has three points by the end of the game. Like, why don't you just do that all the time, Phil? Just do it yeah. all the time.
0: We'll uh <sighs> we'll bring our buddy Colby Armstrong on. Uh, yeah, one day he he does a great uh Phil Kessel impersonation. One of the best Phil Kessel impersonations of all times. Uh, when we take a break, uh, we'll reset for hour number two and tell you that it's the top five at five. Our countdown of the five biggest stories involving the National Hockey League and the VGK hits the number three position. We have one-timers where uh, I'm awarding a trip uh, to Montreal for the VGK Insider Show and Brian McCormack from Arizona. He's on the bus right now heading to the rink. Yeah, How does that sound? They're on the bus, heading to the rink from the hotel over to Healy River Arena, VGK against the Arizona Coyotes tonight in the rookie tournament. Uh, We'll catch up with Brian McCormick as we continue here on Fox Sports Las Vegas.
1: This is the VGK Insider Show on Fox Sports Las Vegas, 98.9 FM and 1340 AM. Now back to Darren Millard and Ryan Wallace. Top five at
0: five. Coming up, hour number two the VGK Insider Show. NHL Network uh, on in the studio here, and it's the first ever game for the VGK as they face the Dallas Stars uh, on the road. Mm-hmm. It's really interesting to watch. Breakaway on Fleury. Oh, big save. And
2: stops Weird. the rebound as well. Huh. Uh, I, I, I bet you he only gives up one goal.
0: True. Oh, I yeah. thought McNabb had a breakaway. But it's uh, it's funny watching this little trip down memory lane, and and you watch how certain plays go certain ways, and if if it had gone the other way, like mm-hmm. does that change anything? That whole cause and effect thing. Yeah, uh, because they just they got on a roll, and that's why and one of those reasons why I don't think Seattle has any chance of doing what Vegas did. Like the first ten games that these guys played in this city. Mm-hmm set the stage for everything it wasn't like they got into off to a middling four five and one start they just blew the roof off everything
2: yeah i mean i i I think in in comparison to what we're expecting out of seattle like you know we we chatted about i think the the first 10 to 15 games are going to be huge right like you you build off of that momentum just like any other team will in this sport in this league and you know for the golden knights they it wasn't Easy because you start on the road. Same with Seattle, but uh, for the Golden Knights, they had they had a great performance from Mark Andre Fleury. They get two timely goals from James Neal, and all of a sudden, uh, you have some confidence. You come back home, you, you you put together a nice win, and you're on a roll. And you know it'll be interesting to see how Seattle opens this. This season, and you know, unfortunately for Seattle, I think is that they're going to open it against the Vegas Golden Knights. Oh, and how about then they play the next six on the road after their first game? Yeah,
0: they they don't get that opportunity to come home and get that huge boost uh, out of the home crowd. And in, in the Vegas case, uh, bonding with the crowd in such an emotional night, uh, they they there won't be that energy that they can grab out of a traditional franchise opener. That they will have, so I think that will uh, will curtail them a little bit. Like first seven games on the road before you ever play one at home, it's going to be a bit of a challenge. And uh, and that's the comparisons will be over by mid-November. They'll just become their own team, another another expansion team. Uh, when we continue, top five at five. So what is the third biggest story in the National Hockey League? What's the third biggest story for the VGK this year? We'll break it down for you on Fox Sports Las Vegas.